Tairag Rasin, Tapsi Pannu, Akash, great to see you guys. And I have to I have to deliver that line on a camera and on mic. Saying TRB is like Govinda from the 90s, a release every alternate week. I think this is the fourth time I've met you in the last month. That mm-hmm. is even prolific by by Tapsi standards. <laughs> and like I said, when you mentioned that when you mentioned that off camera, I have learned from the best when Tapsi is by my side. The only thing I do is ask questions about how to handle multiple releases, and I plan to implement that in twenty twenty two. She will also tell you. I'm I'm able to space it out, guys. I'm able to space yeah. the releases out a little better. She will also tell you how to handle uh, like she handles her leading men. How to handle your leading ladies. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, you know, it's a lot of fun. It's fantastic. I mean, it's a roller coaster ride. I can't stop talking about the fun element, but I'm going to start at by switching on the bit of of the engineer that we have in the house, which is Tapsi. You know what they say about the the chaos theory and the butterfly effect. They say that, you know, if a butterfly flaps its wings in Brazil, you know, it leads to a tornado in Texas. And in that aspect, uh, even the original material Run Lola Run and Loop Lapeta, which is your fantastic adaptation really talk about that don't they it is fascinating and that must have really appealed to you see that was one of the 100 other elements that uh, got my attention and uh, being the reason behind me saying yes when i actually went into the narration room wanting to say no you know because i had just come out of a film called game over and uh, i was like okay i don't want to get into something which is even remotely close and this is classic why do i want to touch it right now only to get big bats you know for something or the other but then it was just so good and it was so detailed and it was uh, so nuanced and everything had a reason to exist the the i the, the idea of choice and going this way or that one small thing changes and everything ripple effect the way it has been executed in the film it is just your mind is so engaged the entire time that even though the same thing is happening multiple time it is yet different so uh, the, that's the beauty of writing and the screenplay and and conceiving it which blew my mind uh, away so I, i had to like jump and say yes immediately before i left the narration room that day i heard he's he's a bit of a loser in a lot of ways he's addictive he has a a gambling habit but what you've got to admire about him is his undying love for this girl because when you know things go go south or when the his shit hits the roof the only person he thinks of again and again is this wonderful girl and this must be such a fabulous part for you to sink your teeth in man yeah absolutely dysfunctional it's, it's, guy dysfunctional is the word this <laughs> dysfunctional yet lovable i had this quote on my wall which was part time lover full time jeweler uh, is is how i describe uh, satya and it was incredible because we were we were very aware that we were adapting a, a classic and for me one of the, the things that popped out in the adaptation is is the love dynamic between between satya and savi which has been amped up uh, for for an indian audience and yeah you're right. he, he was just such a, a part of contrast like you know he was intense he was he was he wasn't written for laughs it's just who he is uh, he believes in all sincerity of what he's doing uh, is the only way to go about and he just wears his heart on his sleeve and i think that was the the most fun aspect of his vulnerability to 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 play that like when he's calling sabhi to say mujhe bacha le he means it he, like you know she is his his first and last uh, lifeline and and addictive personalities are like that i mean if you're addicted to to gambling somebody gives you a bag full of money you want to go and double it it's like somebody you know yeah. people 
people are addicted to smoking. You give them a pack of cigarettes, they'll want to go and smoke it. So yeah, I, I think and you, they'll you always tell you role. that this is the last one. They'll yeah. always say that this is the, <laughs> this is the last one. So I, I love so, the conversations. I think there are bits of it in the trailer as well, where where Tapsi's character says, "When will you stop going to the casino?" And he insists that it's not a casino because he believes that that's not gambling, and that's what made <laughs> made him. So it also very different from anything I've done in the past, which makes it very exciting. Lovely, lovely. Akash, I, I'll make sure that I release this on the day of release, perhaps, so that there are no spoilers. To me, you know, the touche moment was Tapsi coming out of the casino and banging into what is obviously Frank Capotente. <laughs> Unbelievable. You deserve an award just for that, you and your writing team. That is... <laughs> cinematic masterpiece i mean you can have adaptations and you can have people arguing saying how different is it but that my friend is a masterpiece when did that happen was that in the original script uh no so i mean i was pretty aware that we are making a film that's already been made right you know and all of this conversation around indians only make remakes and all i mean i was also averse to the idea of a remake but we wanted to keep the material really really original to what we were doing and you know and somewhere in the mix of that uh, there was a there was an idea that i had where we wanted to give a homage moment in a, in the true sense and anybody anybody who's watched the original should get a kick out of that moment and that's that 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 joy that we felt when we came across this idea we thought okay what if this happens we thought we just film it and put it in the film man and that that's how it rolled i mean uh, we ran it by Tapsi Tahir, they were also equally excited, and you know, every anybody else who heard it in the team, they were all very excited by that. So we thought, let's go with it. Somebody gets it, they'll get it, and somebody that won't get it, they won't know what they've not got. So. That was that was a fun thing that we got. Dude, now this is the advantage of it not having a cinematic release. I paused, I rewound, and I played that <laughs> moment again. I was like, nice. dude, this is it. <laughs> it's fantastic. So Tapsi, you started running in Rashmi Rocket and you're still running. Your form is fantastic. I have to say that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> running form. But you know, literally a girl who runs for her man, you know, there are t- you know she turns around and says my loser boyfriend my this that but she she runs for it and you know again at the heart of it this is a love story isn't it so the love act aspect between those these two people who are literally chalk and cheese but they save each other in more ways than one yeah it actually is we the, because the motivation is always love right it's like she calls him a loser she calls him like he useless hai she, she knows that he matlab it's like he's never probably never going to get any better but that is probably why she likes it likes him also because he's consistently in love with her regardless of them being chalk and cheese i think that uh, that unconditional not wanting to change her and be in love with her still knowing that she is relatively cold uh, in her ex- expressions as compared to satya i mean there are a lot of these small things that make him the silver lining uh, you know in her life the kind of life that she's been living in where she's been running away from a lot of expectations that people have had from her including her father and here comes a man who really doesn't have any expectations and he just wants to be in her life with her that i think that made uh, her do whatever she did uh, for him only to realize that no matter whatever she calls him and she thinks of him she he's the man she wants to come back home to you must have had a ball at absolute riot filming this tire when you watch the film you get the sense that you know behind the scenes bts must have been outrageous i mean i know you can't say things like mandovi river and goa this and that because you know now it's it's you've got to create a fictional town these days because you don't know who's going to complain about what and things like that but it's so obvious that you guys were there and uh, you know the fun of creating this i i would like to you know go out on a limb here and say that maybe this was the most fun to film amongst all your last three four projects 
just by the look of it yeah that, i mean i i go as far as saying it was definitely the most fun part you know there are parts that you play and then they you take them back with you you feel heavy the next morning because you played certain kinds of scenes there was none of that like playing satya was like therapy it's what you did to like feel great about the day the process of filming it however was a whole different ball game because we were coming straight out of a lockdown the first ah, lockdown uh, there, there were right. there were environmental challenges that the production was going through and it wasn't always like hey we've packed up so now let's all like go and hang hang out so there were those environmental challenges but the fact that we were all in goa after a massive lockdown and just doing what we all love to do and coming together and a lot of the prep for this film I, in fact the first time tapsi and i ever met and spoke was on a zoom call i remember having several video chats and and phone calls with akash as he was uh, rewriting scripts just to, and so a lot of the prep just happened digitally so finally to meet on set um, i think for all of us it was the first thing we were doing coming out of a uh, coming out of a lockdown and so it was just this renewed sense of of gratitude that we had for what we do and that's what made it uh, real fun so akash i find it very interesting that small walk on parts are people who are recognized i mean i, I grew up listening to a band called parikrama and you have nitin malik from parikrama oh, <laughs> Uh, you know it just took yeah. me back to to my childhood what a band they are i mean they're still around after 100 years or something yes. and then there's there's suresh triveni who's the director of tumari sullu and you yes. know back in the day i used to voice ad films for him and i was like dude is that triveni so how did th- those casting bits come about i mean are they mates of yours or is it because of atul and tanuj from ellipses i mean uh we were looking at a lot of casting options and then we just started asking our friends do you know anybody that looks like this do you know anybody that looks like this and i i was just going through atul's uh, uh, instagram one day and uh, i i know uh, suresh as well and he helped me a lot when i was prepping for the film so i just asked atul you know do you think suresh will do this and atul was like wait for for phone call and in in a minute's time uh, suresh said whatever yeah sure why not and he came about and uh, again with uh, nitin as well we have a common friend and uh, we asked for him and he flew down from delhi came in for that uh, one punch and that one punch turned into a second punch and he, it was so, just so cool they were also excited to do their way be the be a part of something fun that we were creating you know and and in that the casting choices were made yeah so have you everybody is going to ask you this tapsi whether you've seen run lola run but what excites me is that you're nothing like the original character in fact if she franka were to see you she would say who's this girl whoa she's taken it to another level but when did, did you watch it in 98 when it came out or later i mean it's such a cult film i even own a dvd no, no i didn't actually i saw it after i was offered the film i obviously knew about it i knew what was it about but i didn't see it i didn't see the full film and it used to pop up with our reference you know when we used to used to use that run lola run as a phrase in our life right it became such a cult thing but i didn't see the film strangely uh, so it was only after i was offered the film is when i uh, asked for a link and then i saw the film so i that's why probably the reason why i had no hangover of that character and then uh, it was totally akash i mean however he wanted me to play uh, savi you have that because there there will be 100 other ways to play it but then eventually that's what the director is there for right so i submit that way to let him mold uh, his protagonist in the way that he would want uh, because eventually it's his medium right so it, it's his call you can turn around and say it's great writing that you have a father who you know has as an acknowledged gay relationship but i have to give you credit for the way you played out those scenes i mean it's obvious that initially she has a problem with that but the way she accepts it and you know the character comes forth uh, you know is just brilliant acting tapsi and the other thing which i noticed which is very physical i mean it has nothing to do with anything emotional is she's a she's an athlete who has had a problem and even when you were running with the tape on you were running with a bit of a 
you know, a limp, which I thought was just detailing to the next level, man. So uh, it's, it's again, Akash, did you have to, you have to work on that? Did you work on that? Or is it no, just no, no. instinct? It, it's, it's what, it's what we and Akash had discussed multiple times. So it's what, it was him. Even the, that scene of uh, how I'm going to conceive the situation with that. We had a proper discussion and it was Akash who wanted me to play this way and not play the cliche way. So he, it, it was him who had to feed me with what is going on in my head for me to emote that out. So, and even the limp one, if you see the second run, is a little more because of the kind of bruises she ends up having, you know, in the way. So that was, it was not like hum ki run ko, we can't just cut copy paste in, in, yeah. in the three runs. So that kind of was all that detailing, though, you know, I'm glad that we noticed it. So it feels like the hard work was worth it. But doing it there was like, oh God, I can't believe I have to do the same stretch, same running in three different emotions. So that also was something that, you know, Akash had conceived and we had proper discussions about it before we went to film it. Super stuff. Now, I was trying to think of how to frame this question, but the only way I can describe it is in Hindi because there's certain things in Devanagari and, and that can only be described in Hindi. That harami smile of yours, <laughs> Tai Rajbasi. Haramik's smile. Yeah, haramik's. Haramik's smile. I mean, dude, it's not like what I saw in Ranjish. It's not like what I saw in Ye Kali Kali Aake. It said, there's no other way to describe it. It's a harami smile. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you have to work on that? I mean, like she had to consciously say that, you know, I've got to keep my concentration on that so that it doesn't look to, look as though it's loop lapet out. So, that's my I, I definitely had to work on that because in the reading of the script, when the line says, Pawn star ka hero jab smile karne ki koshish karta hai, to wo aisa lagta hai. What I was really worried about is that after this film releases, any picture I put up anywhere, the comments will always be Pawn star ka hero jab smile karne ki koshish karta hai. The, the, the conscious effort was how do I uh, like sort of keep a part of myself in Satya but also make him so so different that no one relates it, it to that and also there are three different smiles so how do you differentiate uh, differentiate those and I, I I think it was like also like amazing writing the fact that this guy's smile just says what kind of mood he's in and the audience can sort of preempt what he's going to do based on how he's smiling and yeah lots of fun to, to, to work on and chalk out Akash where have you got these musicians from man I mean this morning I just jumped into the shower. I'd heard Baker R, and now suddenly the entire album has popped up on YouTube. Yes, you know, I think yes. Z Music Companies put it on YouTube. And I just I started playing it and it just sinks in, man. It just takes yeah. over you. And I'm looking through the credits and I'm like, Sidan Mago. I, I recognize Sharvi because she had won the stage. Yes. But the, the largely unknown entities and the Lord knows that in the music business, we need, you know, uh, that kind of a, of, a, of a refreshing. This is fantastic. Talk to me about the soundtrack. I mean, the soundtrack, obviously, we were, whether it's the background score or the music that's in the film, we have to obviously look back at the original again and how epic that was. So we had to obviously create something fresh. Yeah. These are people that I've done a lot of work uh, uh, with in advertising. They're advertising, yeah. These are my friends who've scored ads for me in the past, uh, whether it's Magu and Mayank, whether it's uh, Rahul and Nariman, these are guys who have worked a lot with me. And, you know, when, when this film was brought to me, I knew that I want to take the entire team that's always been with me on my journey. And it made sense for us to bring something fresh to the table as well. And uh, I mean, the way they've understood the film and the nuances, whether it's making a bloody bhajan called Nirvana, which is a comedic sort of interpretation, yeah. whether, it's, yeah. whether it's the title track, Loop Lapeta, you know, just the writing and the craft of that, or whether it's Tera Mera, you know, all of these songs are detailed for an emotion. Baker R was for me to, for us, we wanted to do like a 90s duet kind of a piece. And then Tera Mera was supposed to be a more modern sort of a, a love story song. And, and in between that, Loop Lapeta, 
and nirvana were just like really storytelling pieces for us and um, i mean i was i was i was in love when i heard all the renditions and through the course of the film and the uh, post production these guys have just absolutely nailed it they're really no, superb stuff man no because i speak to uh, guys who do advertising jingles a lot of advertising work like ram sampath and mikey mattiari and i asked them this question why don't you do mainstream cinema and they're like no dude there's too much interference this that and you know that's a whole bracket of musicians who are just supremely talented so it's great that you know filmmakers like you are able to convince them and give them the freedom for them yeah, to yeah. come and do mainstream cinema because the mainstream cinema cinema should be deprived of their talent so just a great soundtrack amazing guys thank you so much for your time i can't wait for everybody to get a load of this brilliant film i'm often accused of of tweeting and posting saying vibrant things about tapsi because i love her so much but i will make sure that i will spread the love trb great job akash great job and uh, you know i can't wait to talk more about this film and, and champion it thank you very much have a good day bye see you see you thanks